We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Halpin. Hey, everybody, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Christmas Eve edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Tim Heaney and I are here. We're going to review the Week 16 Sunday action. We are going to take a look at Monday night. We are going to uh, look ahead to Week 17. For those of you playing in weird Week 17 leagues, we're just going to give a quick look at, you know, hey, maybe there are some players you might want to look at, talk about some teams that. Don't have anything to play for, that kind of thing. Um, Tim, you ready? You ready for your holidays? Good, going quick. You know, busy. What's going on? Yeah, um, getting looking forward to the food. Most of all, of course, is my mm-hmm. usual thing of actions. Even the presents more so. But uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, new apartment coming up next week, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of you in Queens, you know, be your neighbor soon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be good. Okay, good deal. Yeah, solid stuff. But uh, you know, you, I. Maybe have less to do than than the um, giant uh, community buffet that you'll be throwing uh, to, to tomorrow. I believe it was right today. Oh, it's today. It's a Christmas Eve thing. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're doing this. Oh, um, we're talking about nine thirty yeah. Eastern on uh, Monday. Um, my daughter is making probably twelve to fourteen balls of pizza dough right now. I'm going to make sauce. The crowd comes at six thirty. Um, 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm going. Last year I made eleven pizzas. I'm gonna go for twelve or thirteen. Nice. Always yeah. good to aim higher with pizza. Right. I mean, literally, <laughs> it's, it's as fast as the I can. The, the oven can cook it. Is how much I make. Last nice. year I only made eleven because I ran. That's basically I got to the end. I went okay. I guess that's that. <laughs> you know, it's over. So yeah. Yeah. Got, you got life goals there, right? So I, pizza and life goals is usually kind of part of my you know way of living anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, everybody, let, let's talk. We're going to talk. It, check us out on Twitter if you have any questions this week. Tim is at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm at Jay Helping Thirty Seven. You can also tweet us at Rotowire. You can get player updates if you need them at Rotowire NFL, and we're on Facebook um, where you can uh, check in with Tim as well. All right, let's talk about the weekend games. Saturday, uh, Titans Redskins. Oh, that! Why did that rule change and not let me get a push on the? Titans minus ten. Yeah, I know. I I, I had the, I had nine and a half too. So yeah. yeah. So it, it was. It turned out the um, fantasy wise, we talked a lot of the last couple of weeks about picking up the Titans defense, and that last play bailed us all out. Yep. So thank you, Malcolm Butler. We appreciate we appreciate yeah. you not taking a knee <laughs> instead yeah. running the right. ball all the way back. <laughs> I'm watching him going, take a knee, take it. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> no, I want that. Go, go. Yeah, run. <laughs> Real life consequences. Who cares? Um, Derrick Henry was just kind of okay, but he got a touchdown. I mean, 84 yards and touchdown. Hard to complain, I guess. Deion Lewis, Deion Lewis disappeared again. So, yep. yeah. Adrian Peterson did. I, I think that game proved that you can never completely short a guy who's going to probably touch the ball 20 times. Yeah, uh, you know, game flow be damned in this case. Uh, right. They, they kind of kept it close here. And, uh, yeah, good for him. Might become a player of the year, Peterson. Yep. So, yeah. Um, Josh Johnson was fine again. You know, I mean, real life, he threw that pick yeah. on the Hail Mary, so you can't kill him for that. Right. I mean, you, you put it this way, the two games they've gotten out of Josh Johnson so far, as you, you, you can't, if you're the Redskins, call that a loss at all. They were so. still sort of in it, mm-hmm. and then they got eliminated over the weekend for the playoff race. But, yeah, it's, uh, he kept them afloat, to say the least. Right. Okay. Um, otherwise, let's see. Uh, Crowder was okay, finally. Thanks, finally, for all of us that drafted him in round seven at some point early. <laughs> we appreciate the five for 78, Jameson Crowder. Uh, Mariota, do we know anything about his status for this week yet? Uh, up in the air still. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll look as we're talking about other things. Because they're Sunday night. They Which, are. They are the feature game. Yeah, we talked about that last week, that that, was, that, that had a good shot at being the feature game. Mm-hmm. So um, that's pretty cool. I mean, still a, still awaiting tests as of Saturday. We didn't have an update on that. Probably nothing's released since then. So all right, no no one here. I mean, the Tennessee receiving it was Gabbert. No one got more than five targets. This is not right. uh, this nothing going on Gabbert. in that passing game that we need to worry about. But Michael Pruitt's touchdown. We don't, we're not going to talk about that. No, we're not, <laughs> not right, at all. Okay. okay, all right, let's go. Uh, Ravens Chargers. Good man. The Ravens mm-hmm. won me over. Mm-hmm. They're they're pretty. That defense is pretty darn good. I mean, I know twenty two to ten does not show how close it was because the Chargers did have the ball in in Ravens territory before Gates fumbled. Right. Um, but that yeah, was, that, was a, that was a rough deal. Yeah. Yeah. These guys, yeah. Uh, I don't. So they're probably going to be the four as long as they beat the Browns, which is no easy task. Right. They'll be the four. Yeah. If they well, are, they will get the uh, probably the Chargers again at home. Yeah, that'll be so, a fun rematch, yeah. Yep. Um, Gus Edwards, solid again, as usual. Lamar Jackson, fantasy-wise, solid again, as usual. Uh, Mark Andrews, that was, an inch, that was a good touchdown. <sighs> he, is, he might be the biggest missed opportunity at tight end this year if he, had, if, he, if he could actually get more looks. 
Right. That guy would that guy would be a top ten tight end every week if he got like six or seven consistently targets. Yet they drafted a yeah. tight end two rounds ahead of him. Oh my god. I mean, they play <laughs> lots of tight ends. It, it's just, it's just a pile of them. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I want to see the. Uh, I'm going to take a quick look at our team trends page mm. to show the snap percentages because, I mean, aren't they playing three at some points? Well, Williams, Boyle, and Andrews often kind of yeah. on the field at the same time. Yeah, so we've got, yeah, yeah Williams, 56% of the snaps. Hurst, 39. Andrews, Hurst, 30. yeah, not, yeah. Oh, no, this right. wasn't this week. That's yeah. last week. We don't have this yeah, last week. loaded in yet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a, what an interesting, you know, sort of doing the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Right. You know, but, uh, yeah, there. I'm, I'm curious to see how they do in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, if you had Phillip Rivers, you knew you were going to be in for rough sliding if you had Phillip Rivers, that it was not the greatest spot for him. Yeah, you, you had to have like a you know really solid backup. I mean, I think you, you should have been planning if you knew you were going to be in the playoffs that this was coming. So you probably had that backup to flip to, I would right. hope. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon, you know, if you started him, the touch, again, the touchdown sort of bailed you out. Yep. Uh, Justin Jackson took Eckler's receiving role, basically. <laughs> Man, he's speak, speaking of underappreciated. I like that Justin guy. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I don't know if I told you, I had him in a college fantasy league last year. Oh, yeah, like, good year to own him. I got to watch him a little <laughs> bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> All right, um, enough of that. So the Chargers this yep. week, these two teams in week 17, Chargers are home for – no, Chargers are at Denver. Ravens are mm-hmm. home for the Browns, as we said. All right, let's go to Eagles, Texans. Now, this was a fun one. Oh, that was – yeah, back and forth. It, it looked like the Texans yep. had, uh, had pulled it out. And the Eagles mm-hmm. drove right down the field. Man, I, you know, as a – I think you can appreciate this with me. As we're both fans of the NFC East teams that are not the Eagles, mm-hmm. the idea of the fans and the media generating a quarterback controversy in Philly is just lots of fun. Yeah, oh, it's great. But, uh, you know, it might be a true thing. You know, <sighs> Foles was, again, strong. I know. His downfield game has been much better than Wentz's recently. Yep. I don't know if that's the, maybe the backs to blame for Wentz's troubles with that because maybe he's not getting enough power to generate the – those, those, you know, throws downfield. But, you know, when you get Aguilar involved yeah. as the side piece, that changes the whole offense. Finally. That stretcher. Right. That stretcher in the offense. Yeah. Because in the beginning of the year, we all thought he'd get involved again. He, last year he was yep. solid. And we thought he had, a, you know, sort of a, a step forward and it didn't happen. Right. So, all right. Um, Deshaun Watson in this game was, was terrific. I mean, lots of scrambling mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, get, basically making plays, scrambling and throwing rather than scrambling and running. Um, the Texans' run game was non-existent without Lamar Miller. It's just they don't want to play like this. I mean, the Eagles are a tough team to run on, but they don't. Yeah. The, the Texans didn't want to play like this, but they did, and it it's basically worked. Yeah, I was surprised that uh, you know I liked Dante Foreman saved himself with a touchdown. I re- kind of recommended him as like a last-ditch flex to a lot of people that were asking questions, but I'm very surprised he really couldn't get much going. I guess that that Texans offensive line is also terrible. Yeah, so that doesn't help things. So um, I mean, Ertz got. You know, Oof. when the Eagles came back, the, the uh, sorry, the Eagles were ahead. But Ertz, 12, 12 for 110 and 2. That's pretty strong if you had him in your title game. Um, otherwise, Sproles was, Sproles was pretty solid, too. Yep. Um, they kind of split up between Adams and him again. Adams got that touchdown called back, I believe, so with the holding. Yeah, we but. hope you didn't play Smallwood after last week. We talked about that, folks. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. one I think we said, you know what? I don't know if I trust that one at all. Not that, you know, most of you did it but all right Packers Jets another fun one mm-hmm. uh 
Rogers, the run down to the one yard line was, I think, my favorite play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's vintage on that one. So, other side of this one, Sam Darnold, man, I'm telling you, I mean, it's not like I'm the only one telling you, he's gonna be a good one. He really is. I like. Uh, him. He, last couple of weeks, yeah, he's 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 gotten that um, the confidence to, to to push more downfield as well. So right. Yeah, but McGuire looked good too. Uh, look, maybe not running wise, but just kind of with the elusiveness. More right. So. Robbie Anderson was a you know we talked about him last week as a pickup. You know, again mm-hmm. another one. We weren't the only ones. Um, had a really big game. Chris Herndon, right. another good game. If you've been kind of streaming him in and out, not sure if you played him this week. Um, mm-hmm. Other side of this one, Jamal Williams. That was a strong. I, I, I think we knew that he was gonna be in for some volume, but. That's a strong, I mean, 100 and, what, 56 yards from scrimmage? Six right. receptions and a touchdown. That's, that's a really good effort from him. Packers playing from behind a lot. He had those the, the little dumb ball receptions to add to that. Just uh, a big day. Yeah. Which, which of the uh, no-name Packers receivers jumped out at you from this one? <laughs> um, well, Academius is like a semi-no-name Notre Dame alum, so that's why I know who he is. I mean, J- Jake Kumero, J- Jake, is it Kumero? Uh, he's, you know, that's an intriguing guy. Good downfield presence, it looks like, as yep. well. Yeah. So, That's um, a guy to watch for next year, I think. Yeah, ton, tons of offense here. Ton, 44 38. That was, yeah. it was just great. I, yeah. We went out. What happened is um, my dad's in town, and my dad is always telling Derek on Friday, mm-hmm. I mean, Giants are 5 and 9, and he's like, oh, no, we're going out to watch the Giants. I mean, come on. <laughs> I go, okay, Dad, it's fine. So my son and my dad and I went out to watch them. And uh, then That's we wound nice. up staying to watch the ends of the Philly, Houston, and the Jets, Packers. So. Oh. Yeah, those those swung badly for me in, in my big pick'em league. So yeah, I'll just plan that because I, I you know I'll losing side of both of those. So I think I was five and nine against the spread this week. It was a yeah. disaster. Ugh. So many games against the spread. I felt like as they the line there were a few games where the lines changed over the course of the week and the and the, the final margin wound up in the middle. Yep. I mean the the Patriots Bills did that, which we're going to talk about next. Um, I'm not sure if the Eagles did. Eagles wound up favored by two and a half after being a pick. So um, at one point, the Packers-Jets was like that too. But anyway, all right. Speaking of Patriots-Bills, um, this game was never really in doubt. I know it was 14-6 to six at one point, but never really much in doubt. Michelle had a strong game. Um, James White finally got a touchdown. We talked last week. I, I think James White probably got back in more lineups this week than before because Josh McDaniels talked last week about how they needed to get him more involved. And... Um, so, I mean, another one, the touchdown bailed you out. Otherwise, he wasn't that great. Right. Um, he makes the offense work, though, when, he, when they actually do try to use him. Yes, but, um, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, again, is just the fantasy yeah. Tom Brady has been a big bust this year. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. No. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Run see. first offense, though. I mean, the, the running game is if, 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 when they get it working, they don't need him. And they were controlling most of this game, so it didn't really matter. Um, hope he didn't play Gronk. Yeah, I, I apologize to some people I told to play him. Zero points here. What were you <laughs> going to do? Bench him against the Bills? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, I, when I watch him, I, 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 the word lumbering pops into my head now. I mean, we, we, we saw Goody looked a couple weeks ago. It's, it seems to be a, like a week-to-week thing with him. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm done. Gronk will be, even after this year, Gronk's cost will be too much for me next year. I'm not a blue. I'm, I'm, ba- I'm out at this point. Well, I don't think. I think it's gonna be like the fourth one taken. I think it's gonna be Ertz, Kelsey, and Kittle ahead of him. Maybe the cost might be better to pick Gronk this coming year. I don't know. I mean, it only really those, Only those three ahead of him, really? Well, who, who, he, I, you think Ebron? I guess is gonna have to be ahead of him. Ebron, you maybe. probably have to. Even I though pro- it's 
If, yeah, that, that's too high a floor, maybe in, in a lot of formats. To, if to I think Gron- if I think the Giants are going to commit to Evan Ingram, I might go that way too. That's a borderline. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Gronk, they've shown it. Gronk's on the da- I, I, he's on the downslide. Well, it's the, the the floor that you set with him in round one or round two. I mean, that was that was tough to begin with, even when with missing three or four games a season. Right. So now this is just a whole other level of we gotta let the market even itself out a little bit before I dive in again. Um, other side of this one, Josh Allen was was Josh Allen. Allen, a, a, Mike Francesa would say Allen was Allen. <laughs> a rookie against a, a Belichick defense. Yeah, it doesn't work ever. <laughs> And it, and it came true again. Again, he was twenty. He, he his completion percentage was under fifty percent. This is just a weird. I don't. I'm not buying this at all. This whole Josh Allen era. I'm not buying it. Uh, I mean, he's fun. For, yeah, fun. I don't yes. want him. I don't want to put any of my real team's eggs in that basket. I'll tell you fun that. Doesn't, fun doesn't translate to great all the time. So. Right. Um. The backfield. Uh, Deshaun McCoy. Okay. Not much. Whatever. I mean, the receiving game. Foster, Foster, I think. Did Foster lose that ball in the sun? Did you see that play? He, yeah, he just he kind of did a little bit. Because I looked at first, I said, "Oh no, he dropped it, and he was wide open." Because I, I last week I kind of mentioned him as an idea to play. Not again. I wasn't the only one to do it. Yeah. And I went, "Oh damn it, he dropped it." And then you watched it again. You went, "Did he lose that in the sun?" I think he did. Yeah, might have. So it's a shame because Zay, Zay Jones. I mean, garbage time touchdown saved his day as well, and Zay Jones and Foster, you know, getting a little more intriguing as a combo. Mm-hmm. So. You, you could live yeah. with that one, I think. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Vikings Lions. Yeah. Early on, this didn't look great for the for the Vikings. They were down nine nothing. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it was basically I was sitting. I was cursing them. It's funny. I picked the the Lions against the spread yesterday, so I was liking that part of it. But the mm-hmm. Vikings were one of those teams. Like, the Vikings were my NFC Super Bowl pick. Yeah. I'm watching them lose. I'm going, what a what a disaster these guys have been this year. You know At, that they're about to go to seven seven and one, and I'm going. Like how did how did they just underachieve so much and then they took care of business so I, I can't beat up on them. Yeah. Um, well, well, you know when you, when you get a hail mary when the defenders like barely jump that's that's right. a good start. Yeah, it is a good start. <laughs> um, poor Matthew Stafford. The, the dude has no help right now. Yeah, he has one guy to help him and that's it. And so. Ga- and Galladay still had like a ten PPR point day against a tough matchup. So. Yeah, he did. Good, he, good for him. He I wasn't mean. great. He yeah, had standard. He wasn't good, but it's all right. Yeah. Cousins was fine. Uh, Dalvin yep. Cook was just okay. He wasn't the, you know, so some people were, were really pushing him hard last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wasn't, you know, he was okay. The, the Lions against the run since Snacks got there haven't been that bad. Yeah, well, they, they, they've been a little bit more manageable. They haven't just been like the total sieve before that. Yeah. Um, do you believe in Zach Zanner at all? As a, I, think it's, I think it's a good complimentary back. I mean, you really haven't needed Blunt most of this year. Zenner could have done that with a little more elusiveness. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's that number. He's that solid number two guy, number three guy that you can have take like five or ten uh, snaps or touches from carry on next year. You know, he, yeah. he, he's that other guy. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. They play at the Packers in Week 17. By the way, the Vikings that playoff yeah. berth is going to depend on them beating the Bears most likely. Yep, that's uh, well, all hands on deck for both teams that game because the Bears are still fighting for uh, first round bye. They can get so. the two seed. That's right. Yep. Okay, Cowboys Bucks. How'd you feel about this one? Yeah, <laughs> eh, it's a win. Well, it was it wasn't a good win for my my Cowboys, but it was a win. It was a win. That's right. The defense buckled a bit down the stretch. I know they were probably playing a little prevent, but you know, not 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 good. Yeah, the spread on this one was seven. Most, I saw seven in most places. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that, was, the, that was a bit ambitious. None <laughs> of the Cowboys. I mean, the only one that really helped you, I guess Dak. Dak was fine if you had him because he ran for the touchdown. 
Yeah, he was he, he was he was okay. Not not great. Cooper Cooper surprisingly did not do much, which that was a little disappointing. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, Zeke was solid. To him. He caught five passes, which if you're PPRing yeah. was good. Adam Humphreys. Did Adam Humphreys come back in the game after? I was watching, you know, eight games uh, at the time. I didn't catch that. I'll take a look. After he got blasted in the head. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a brutal hit. So, um, Mike Evans, strong game. Jameis yeah. actually, I wonder what they're going to do with Jameis. They have a decision to make, yeah. Yeah. Um, Peyton Barber, you have to think they're going to move on from Peyton Barber for next He's year. He's been solid, but yeah, you can upgrade. Yeah. yeah. F- folks, by the way, we, we, we talk, some of the... A phrase I like to use is actionable fantasy intelligence. We might be a little light on that today just because we know most of you aren't playing next week. Right. Um, we might be talking a little about next year in some cases. But mm-hmm. uh, if you have questions for us, again, Tim is at Tim underscore Heaney on Twitter. I'm at jhelp37. Uh, all right, let's get to the next game. Um, Browns, Bengals. Oh, by the way, Humphreys did uh, shake off that hit and look like he was back in there. He did. After, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Baker. I love mm-hmm. Baker. Everybody loves Baker. Mm-hmm. So Baker, did you see the play where he got hit out of bounds, and his, yeah. te- his teammates were all over? Like it, it almost looked like a little extra effort that his teammates were in there to yeah. defend him, which is nice to see. He's a leader. Uh, Jarvis Landry's pass was pretty awesome. Yeah, like he's he's pretty good at that sometimes. I love the lefty throws. You know, it's, yeah. it's fun to watch them. <laughs> um, Nick Chubb had a couple of inside. I don't know how many inside the five runs. I saw at least a couple, and yeah. it didn't work. So he had a strong day that could have been really good. Yep, and wasn't still um, a still like a second round pickish type of thing next year. I think like second, third round. I type think of I term. agree. Yeah, uh, Joe Mixon was. I don't know. You played him for volume, and mm-hmm. you knew that you might be in for some tough sledding there. I actually had one fantasy championship game that I played him, and I looked and I went. <clears throat> I, my options were Jamal Williams. And Sony Michelle. Like, I basically spent mm-hmm. every, every chance I got, I hoarded a running back in this mm-hmm. particular league. And I looked and I went, nah, I can't sit Mixon. And I should. It turned out I won anyway. But, but, but yeah, but Mixon's, Mixon's the stablest workload out of all those guys normally. And these guys are just coming into those types of uh, yeah. workloads. I mean, Mich- Michelle, you can't predict that every week. But, yeah, Mixon's usually the, the one you can rely on more. I mean, he did, he did get 19 touches for his work. Right. But, yeah. Um, CJ Uzoma, who had been going, you know, five for <laughs> of twenty of every course. week, finally got a touchdown. It was a nice catch too. Yeah, back corner. Yeah, very, very nice route there. Pretty play. Yeah. Um, all right, Falcons Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> Manny and Thomas got a touchdown right off the bat. Yep. I, funny, I told Derek on Friday that I was going to play a Heineke Ian Thomas stack, uh-huh. and they got a touchdown five minutes into the game. Two of them, so I was all excited. I'm going, oh, I'm going to win a DraftKings tournament. That didn't work out. Notice the past tense on that one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, McCaffrey got all the work he could handle, which we knew he would. Well, um, not much different from most weeks. Right, but 33 yeah. touches. That's pretty yep. – that's aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. so, so the Panthers go to the Saints this week, and the Saints have nothing to play for, just for some food for thought if you're playing Week 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the Panthers, look, they, they threw 50-something times because they were losing. Um, Samuel, 13 touches. McCaffrey, 13 touches. Jarius Wright, eight. DJ Moore, seven. And DJ Moore is their best receiver. Sorry, and Ian Thomas, five. So take that however you want, rolling into week 17, that maybe Curtis Samuel could be an interesting play mm-hmm. um, that he seemed to look for him. Uh, on the other side of this one, Julio was sort of on a they, – they said he was on a snap count. 
Yep. He, he was uncertain in the morning. Same as on snap cut. He did catch a touchdown. They threw him deep at one point and missed him. Um, running backs, you know what? Tevin Coleman had that big game last week. And after Edith Smith got hurt, we all went, okay. Well, not all of us. But we said, okay. You looked at it and you said, this looks okay for Tevin Coleman. But they're talking about Brian Hill. And you know Coleman's going to be a free agent. So maybe they'll want to get a look at Hill. Right. And it was kind of similar, right? I mean, Tevin Coleman didn't get any busier. Nope. Um, you know, Brian Hill had that one great run. Yep. Did, did okay otherwise, actually, also. They think about like seven for, was it seven for, I'm trying to do the math here. My math 55. is seven, seven for 55 after that. That's pretty good. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, a complimentary guy to Coleman. Coleman's not the inside guy. Hill is an inside guy. He's got that got, got the bulk to him. So it, it's kind of the Edo Smith role was handed to Hill. Um, so otherwise in this game, eh, nothing much. I don't know. So did you see the play on Hill? Rid- Ridley was really really nice touchdown catch, though. That was nice. Did you see yeah. Hill? Basically, the stiff arm was basically a punch in the face. Yeah. I think he got a penalty because he went for a stiff arm. He literally like cocked and punched. Well, that's that, that's not good. Um, the offensive stiff arm allowance is a little bit lax anyway, and I'm not surprised. Yep. So, but they actually calling a punch is a good step in the right direction. Um, Jags, Miami. God, I keep the Dolphins. I two teams I cannot I, all year. The Dolphins and the Titans, I just I shrug my shoulder. I never know what I'm going to get. You, you, you tell me they're going to win by 20 or lose to, against a good team or lose – well, not against a good team. Against beat, the Patriots, team. beat the Patriots on a last-second yeah. battle. And, and, and then this against the Jaguars at home against Cody Kessler and Blake Bortles again? It's kind of pathetic. Come uh, on. <laughs> um, you know, the running game had nothing really. Um, thank, thank you. By the way, the Kalen Balazs era was a lot of fun. Last week, that one run, that was the Caleb Blas era, and it was great. Well, I, I think we were. I think Jeff Erickson ranked him pretty soundly as like a th- th- the thirty first running back. So I don't think there was much expectation going into things anyway. So good to keep good to keep a level head with that. You know? I had more expectations because one of the beat writers said he's going to slide into the lead down early down roll and catch some passes, and Drake's going to be the third down back. I think we have to keep. You know, being skeptical of beat writer stuff. I know they're in on the things, but sometimes the coaches don't, you know, they misdirect. Yeah. I so, mean, and well, game flow didn't help Bellage, to be fair. Yep. That's true. Because it was weird. Well, I mean, no, not really, because it was a close game for a while. They could have just kept it running with him. But but Brandon Bolden scores again. You know, <laughs> that, that goes to show you that um, that, that it's, it's, it's not a de- de- devotion to Bellage here. So. Um, the Another uh, data point in the. For everyone, if you want to argue that Saquon Barkley was a great pick, which it's hard to argue that he wasn't at this Well, you could argue it, but he's been great. Leonard Fournette, man. Jags are, oh, they got to be kicking themselves at this point. Mm-hmm. About a lot of things. Well, but, many, many things. Yes. You could, you could have had Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes instead of Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. This is not good. So, sorry, Jags. Wait, wait a, you, guys, you guys, they screwed up a good thing. Yeah. And they're, can, they're supposeded to be keeping Doug Marone, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why, yeah. why are they keeping Tom Coughlin, really? Mm-hmm. That's you probably know? the bigger question. Like, I don't understand how <laughs> that helped at all. Um, all right. Giants, Colts. Oh, Giants. <laughs> oh. They had it. They controlled that game. They did. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, um, but the, and then the Colts started to run against them. And then... Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Mac wasn't great. Another, Mac's another one. Mac you know, was the, not great, the, but. The, uh. The touchdown bailed him out and his own fantasy owners. Luck had a terrific day, second, terrific second half mostly. Um, Ty had a big day; he didn't score anything. The other guys did. 
Rodgers and Inman, who nobody was playing in fantasy, but T.Y. was, you know, still the favorite. Even though he was another one who they, the injuries were bugging him during the week. Yeah, uh, but it's the Giants. <laughs> no pass rush. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm happiest with the Giants. I mean, Saquon was who was. Evan, Evan Engram, who I mentioned earlier, that made me happiest with the Giants. He's, they yeah. have to figure that out next year. Well, just, just make him that technical number three wide receiver. They really don't have anybody else besides uh, you know OBJ and Shepard. Make him that guy that lines up outside. Get, make him the Ebron. Do the do the same thing the Colts did. Yep. They they have to get that. I mean, they have to figure that out because most he's of too the talented year, to catch him. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yep. He's fast and he's big and he's good. Uh, Saquon, like another one, fine because of a touchdown. A few guys, a bunch of running backs like that. Five catches, right? yeah. That's good, 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 good padding, I guess. Yep. And Sterling Shepard, big without Beckham. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Surprise. Giants, get, yeah, the ahead. Giants get the Cowboys at home this week, and the Cowboys have nothing to play for. Nothing. They're number yeah, four. Might see some Cooper Rush in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. All right. Just let's talk, see. Guys. Bears, Niners, Niners are scrappy. Um, they kept it close I li- anyway. I like their future. I think they got to shore up that the linebacker stuff a little bit now, but. I, I like what they might have going next year. Yeah. What happened, Breida? Did Breida get hurt again? I think they just were managing him a okay. little bit. Got it. Just, you uh, know. Then, oh, he said ankle won't return to Sunday's game. There you go. Okay. That was, I mean, that was his injury before. Yeah. Uh, maybe they were managing him. You might be right. Um, otherwise here, yeah, another one. Jordan Howard, if you played him, congrats on the touchdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anthony Miller. What, what's his touchdown to catch ratio? It's like a John Rossian type of thing, I think. Yeah, I want to, I want to look at this. <laughs> it's, it's, he's got a bunch of touchdowns. It's crazy. Um, he has 33 catches and seven touchdowns. That's Well, that's a pace that's not going to work. What do you think, going into next year, what do you think of him? You know, he's, he's, a, he's a guy who, last year when they got him, right? They drafted yep. him in the second round, and there was a lot of buzz with him. With, mm-hmm. In the preseason, a lot of people who do what we do we're kind of high on him saying, you know, this, this guy, he's going to be the sneaky good rookie. Mm-hmm. And touchdown-wise, you know, he worked. I don't know where he ranks fantasy-wise. I think he probably ranks pretty well because of all the touchdowns he's got. Yeah. But he hasn't been really involved enough in their offense. If, if people draft him on the touchdown total, I think it's going to be a lot like we had this year. You know, draft him as that number five wide out. Hope he gets some more opportunity. And, you know, he can break through because his route running is really, was really good for a rookie. I think there's a lot of precision in his game. Yep. Uh, but the, the Bears just throw to so many different people. It's a, it's a boomer bust every week with these guys. You know, the, we talk about the Trey Burton sadness that people are feeling because they overpaid for him. Yes. You know, and even Allen Robinson is is the closest thing to a number one receiver they have. But but he's, you know, he's he, he had a solid game this time. But he's not that guy that's going to get the consistent, you know, 10 target type of stuff. I mean, the, the, the offense is holding him back as well. So I think Miller, there's a lot to like if you can draft him as like that, that late round sleeper type of bench guy. Right. But you're not going to throw him in your lineup right away next year either. I don't think, unless they do some roster juggling. Okay. So I yeah. like him a lot, but let's, let's take a They breath. just spread the ball around so much. Yeah. Which I think is good in real life, but it does nothing for us fantasy wise. I think I talked to Derek on Thursday or Friday about how all the Bears fans, all the Bears players are fantasy fence sitters. Yes. Like so many of them. There's not one who you look at and you go, I have to start that guy. It's mostly Howard and Cohen because you think they'll usually coexist. Right. And then from there it gets weird. Yeah. So, so all right. Yeah. Um, Rams, Cardinals. All right. So I <laughs> talked to 
funny. I, I talked I, I had a couple of questions about it, and yesterday I did the uh, I did the Panthers pregame show that I do every week, mm-hmm. and we were talking about Gurley sitting out, and and we talked about C.J. Anderson because he had been on the Panthers for most of the year. Of course. I said, you know, what do you think about C.J. Anderson today? I'm like, you can't start C.J. Anderson. <laughs> like, you have yeah. no idea what he's going to do. He was on the street Monday. I know they said they're starting him. It's way too risky. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> I advise a girly owner to say pick up Anderson and swap if, if it happens. So I hope that that person is, uh, is, is celebrating today. Okay. But, yeah, well, it goes to show you he has something left. I mean, I think he was, the, way, the Panthers are wasting him. Not that, not that McCaffrey's, right. you know, not that McCaffrey's someone you want to take the ball up out of his hands, but... I think Anderson was almost like a like too much bonus, I guess, on the bench. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they didn't need to be paying him or whatever, but it, this is a good audition for for next year. Yep. I think. Yeah, I thought that was a good move when the Panthers got him, but I th- but I thought they were going to try to manage McCaffrey's workload. Right, and then that's coach speak. We had we should have believed. Yes, <laughs> 30, that's right. Thirty touch per game. <laughs> um, the the Cardinals were just. I don't know. Bad again. Trash. David Johnson, thank you for the touchdown, for bailing out your owners, you know, on an otherwise but, mediocre day. Yeah. Um, Fitz threw, a touch, threw the touchdown, right? Yes. So, <laughs> of course. Cool. Larry Fitzgerald, future Hall of Famer, better at quarterback than everybody else on the roster yeah. right now. I wonder if Fitz is, that's Fitz's last uh, I think so. home game. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Otherwise, so, so this coming week, the Rams – still have something to play for. So if you're playing mm-hmm. week 17, if Gurley's, if Gurley's ready, they're going to play him. Yep. So, I mean, they can't, they can't mess around with that. So uh, you might see Todd Gurley in week 17. They um, might have been saving, they might have just been saving him too. He might have been able to go, but, oh, actually there was pregame footage of him kind of waving off and saying, eh. Right. Feeling it, well, so. it was weird yesterday because yesterday morning at about probably 11 o'clock, there was a report from Schefter mm-hmm. saying, yeah, barring a, barring a setback, Gurley's going to play. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was a setback. And, and yeah. I, I saw some people pushing, saying, you know, you can trust Schefter. <sighs> I, I was looking at that going, you know, I mean, look, hey, I've made mistakes like that too. But I looked at that and I went, nuh-uh. <laughs> I, I, I told people, yeah. if, you can't, if you have to decide by 1 o'clock, you can't, you, there's no way. Yeah, you had to have that late swap yeah. option. So, all right. So, so uh Trent Sherfield, are you in, are you in here? Are you intrigued? I mean, Mario had a good write up on the NFL reactions part about him. Um, well, think about it. I mean, I, got, I mean, you'll have Kirk, and if, you know, if Fitz retires, you're going to have that little bit of a hole there as well. Yep. So, something something to watch. Okay, yeah. I really hope Josh Josh Rosen gets some help, gets some line help, and all that. So I, I I feel I feel bad. I still think there's something there. I know. Yeah, and and he's just in this. I read who was it. Um, the website, the Draft Network, Joe Marino, mm-hmm. um, and he did a thing. It was an interesting write-up on quarterbacks from the last two seasons. I don't know if we talked about this. The last two seasons, and basically saying, okay, there's there's five categories that he ranked the quarterback situation. But he basically his argument basically was that the early round quarterback is more dependent on his environment than almost more dependent on his environment than himself, and. It's, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the categories were you know, coaching and skill position weapons and offensive line. And uh, I don't know what the other ones were. Like, you and, know, personnel GM or something. Yeah. Like and that. he basically argued that, you know, Trubisky was in the best. Like, if Trubisky doesn't work out, I mean, he could not be in a better situation. Yep. And mm-hmm. on the other side, it was, I mean, he even had Darnold in a decent situation saying it's better than you think. 
It, it, yeah, it is. And so. basically said Ro- Rosen is in uh, has a tough road ahead. He was the wor- he was the worst one as far worst, as what he had to yep. work with. The worst immediate returns for yeah. sure. Yeah. So Josh yeah. Allen has better returns than that. That's saying a lot. So All right, let's get to Steelers Saints fun game of the day. One of the fun games of the day. Yeah. Um, just about just about everyone do what they need to do in this game fantasy wise. Except calling a fake punt in your own territory. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other. It was bizarre. Yeah. We we were at a, a party last night. Uh, my wife's boss is a good friend of ours. Is a, mm-hmm. he had part, he's a Steelers fan. So I was you know my one first thing was you know great job scheduling it right in the middle of Steelers Saints game. Way to go for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> way to go. And then uh, and then that happened and they lost and poor Juju. I felt bad for Juju because Juju really wanted. He said over the weekend that he wanted to help his fantasy owners. I know. I mean, we appreciate that. Yeah, that that was. You know, he he's fantasy's best friend as far as NFL players are concerned. He's the one who gets us. Oh uh, well, Melvin Gordon also apologized. I think right. So that was a good. Yeah. Good oh, by the way, sorry. one thing I want to mention about C.J. Anderson. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Let me. I want to find his his Twitter handle. So hold on. C.J. Anderson. Do 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 do. He's Gotta have at, to hold music. Yeah, C.J. Anderson B22. And he said, okay, follow him there. And says, last thing before I get off Twitter tonight, if I help you win your fantasy championship today, I would love it if you could donate to at DND Foundation 22. Click on the name website in the bio, see what we're doing for the youth, youth in Vallejo and Houston. So if you help, oh, nice. if CJ Anderson helped you win a title and you want to give back a little bit, uh, go do that and follow him on Twitter. He's at CJ Anderson uh, B22, and you can find all the details on how, to, how he wants you to donate there. But, um, I'm retweeting that now, so yeah. Excellent. Okay. Um, so Steelers Saints, more of that. Uh, I mean, yeah. fun, fun fantasy game. Jalen saying I did the uh, – I, I benched George Kittle for Samuels in a Yahoo PPR league at tight end. Mm-hmm. And it worked, barely. Yeah, um, barely, yeah. Because he got the <laughs> touchdown. Yep. So um, Samuels, okay. So the Steelers have to win and get some help this coming Need a lot of help. And they yep. have the Bengals at home. So we got to wait and see. If you're playing week 17, we got to wait and see on James Conner again. Um, Anto- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. No, no. I was saying, yeah, they, they, they might want to have him be back if, if, if at all possible. Because he's been kind of creeping close to doing it. Mm-hmm. And then, but now they need him. So Huge Antonio Brown game. Yeah. Solid juju game until the fumble. Um, he got interfered with. He got a red zone target. Interfered with, with in the end zone at one point. That was a tough one. Michael Thomas had another good game. Michael Thomas has been kind of quiet in the second half of the season, mm-hmm. and he bounced back. That was good. Ingram scored. You, you uh, did you have him on your fishbowl team? Was that it? Yeah, a week too late. I needed like a few extra points from him to make the final. Right, fell flat. So thanks, Mark Ingram. Um, you know, I wish you cared a little more about your fantasy owners. So <laughs> um, you know, you know who's interesting if you're playing. Week 17. Again, the Saints have nothing to play for, so I don't know how this works. Yeah. Welcome back, Ted Ginn. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was a big one for them. So. Yeah, maybe, maybe, that, maybe that changes one of the recommendations I made below. Yeah. yeah we'll get on. back to that yeah, one. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, if, if they have nothing to play for, Ginn's yeah. kind of a fragile guy. Right. So, I don't know. Um, all right. That game, anything else from that game? Kamara only eleven touches. That was a bummer. No, it's it's, it's the, the 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 Saints running back split's going to do that to you. But luckily, he was very efficient. Yep. All right. Um, another fun one: Seahawks Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, Damian Williams, way to go again. Hard to argue with that guy. Wow. 
Um, not a bad backup. He he does a lot of the Korean hunt type stuff. Right. Offensively. Um, the Sharknado got a touchdown receiving. So that's <laughs> I love cool. That. That's, a, that's still a great nickname. I love that one. <laughs> um, Tyreek Hill not a ton, did not do a ton. Same with Travis Kelsey. Secretly not great for most of the, the latter part of the season. Yep. Agreed. I think he's not. there's not enough attention being paid to that. Um, Doug Baldwin, thank you for joining the fantasy season Ooh. over the last you know, couple of weeks. Yep. It was nice. Tyler Russell Lockett was Wilson, nice, too. Yeah. Well, that, that, I mean, a couple of beautiful deep balls from Wilson. I mean, yep. you think, I was surprised he had that much time against that decent pass rush. And with that offensive line, they, they made some play action stuff work really well in this game. So, um, Chris Carson lived up to the hype yesterday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he be smashed just like we thought he would. Um, do, do you, what do you do with these Seattle receivers <sighs> next year? I still think you like Baldwin better in a PPR, but you don't want to like pay the same thing we did this year. Right. So. And this year he was going, what, round three in some cases? I got in round five in Fishbowl, but that's a depreciated wide receiver market. Correct. So I, I think he'll be like a round – he might be round three, round four. I'm not sure I would do that again. Okay. But All right. Um, Chris Carson, man, I, it's, uh, I love to see what they do with Penny and him next year. Even though Mike Davis is also still solid, it's a great trio for real life. For right, them. it is. It's just so. you don't want to play a trio for fantasy purposes. I mean, I, I, the thing is, it's funny in in this summer, Carson mm-hmm. looked so good, and in the I mean, even OTAs, Carson looked so good, and Pete Carroll couldn't stop talking about him. Yeah. And and you know, the counter argument was, yeah, but they drafted this guy in the first round. Why would they do that? Yeah, and they did it. And Penny was, it seems like Penny was, he wasn't in great shape mm-hmm. some of the time. But I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Oh, well, Penny's first choice. So next year, eh, well, let's, let's give Penny a shot to be lead back. Carson runs hard. Yeah. Um, really good goal line profile. I, he won me over this year. I, I was kind of skeptical about his, his skill set. The, the more I watch him, the more I like it. And of course, it's too late because you don't get the profit next year. Right. Um, but, you know, his metrics are great on the Rotowire player pages. You know, you keep pumping those with those great, uh, those great advanced stats metrics there. Uh, broken tackle percentage is, is really rated highly green among running backs, which means, you know, elite numbers. Um, yards after contacts, green, you know, uh, positive run percentage is really high. A lot of good – That's the, the Seahawks have been missing that type of between-the-tackles guy that can just take pressure off Wilson a little bit, and Carson's that guy now. Right. So, yeah. All right. Enough of those games. Hey, was your fantasy football season a bust? Not to, not to listen to us, right, Tim? Well, you know, the hits and misses. Right. Yeah. But we all want a shot at redemption. FantasyPostseason.com is your home for playoff fantasy sports. Fantasy Postseason has exclusive games and content for postseason football. Our leagues are just starting up when the real games mean the most. With all the features you expect in season-long leagues, Fantasy Postseason provides additional options and gameplay exclusive to the playoffs. You can set up large or small pools, head-to-head leagues, salary cap formats, and more. Fantasy Postseason offers live, auto, and offline drafting formats. Just pick the options that's right for you and your friends, set up your customized scoring, and get ready to dominate in the playoffs. Use code ROTOWIRE for 10% off your league. FantasyPostseason.com is where the action is when the playoffs start. Join now and use code ROTOWIRE to receive 10% off your league. That's FantasyPostseason.com when the games matter most. So it's next week, folks. So by the time, by the time, well, I don't think we'll have a show next Monday. I was going to say by the time you listen next Monday, you'll be able to play at FantasyPostseason.com. But um, just remember to play at FantasyPostseason.com. I'll be mentioning them later in the week. Thank you, FantasyPostseason.com. All right. Um, so the playoff picture, the playoff teams with nothing to play for mm-hmm. this week are the Saints and the Cowboys. The Period. absolute guaranteed no movement in any, any playoff spot. Right. Now, yeah. the Chargers 
could have nothing to play for. Depending on, basically, they're going to be playing at the same time as the Chiefs Raiders. If I'm the Chargers, and I look up on the board, and I see Chiefs 27, Raiders nothing, I tap Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen on the shoulder and Phillip Rivers, and I say, take a seat. I don't know if the Chargers will do that. I would do that. Because they're going to be at Denver, and that's going to be a tough game. Mm-hmm. So, do you think and- they would do that? Do they react? Do teams react in game. I don't know if they react in games that way. They should, but I don't know if they do. I don't know if Anthony Lynn would do that. <laughs> okay. that's, my, that's my that's my guess there. And he wants to win. Yeah. Even though he could be trapped. All right. So who's? All right. So the teams are going to be hosting. If we had a guess now, hosting in Wild Card Weekend will be Bears, Cowboys, Cowboys, Ravens. And Texans could yes. could the, the the Chargers Ravens will probably be Sunday. Like I have this thing in my head of the Chargers having to travel cross country in a short week mm-hmm. to where that could affect how the Chargers do things. But you think the Cowboys will probably get the late slot on Sunday? Cowboys will get one of the prime times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or that yeah, they could get the Saturday night. Right. The other attractive game here. The, te- the Texans, like, I want to write them in in pen for the 4 o'clock <laughs> yeah, Saturday. That's where they live. Right. <laughs> so if that's yep. the case, then you got an NFC game that night. So I think it might be the Bears game then on Saturday night. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think they, they usually say the big ones for Sunday still. Right. The Walker weekend. So I think Dallas will probably host a late Sunday game. Right. Okay. So then you're, looking, so, yeah. then you're looking at the Chargers getting an early, getting a 1 o'clock start on Saturday. Mm. I mean on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, we're speculating, of course, right now with this. The other Fan- ones... Fantasy scheduling. Yeah. Everyone so, else has to, has to play. Yeah. And, and they're not... There's nobody in a playoff hunt playing against another team with nothing to play for. Like, there, there was a chance yesterday the Bears might have nothing to play for with the Vikings having a must-win. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. So, that Bears-Vikings should be good. That's a big one. It's going to be a doozy. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to that one. Is that a four? Is that a? Uh, are all the meaningful um, games at four o'clock other than the Patriots? They should do it that way. They um, are. Bears Vikings four twenty five. Yeah, there you go. All yeah. right. They they usually kind of they do. I like the I like the week seventeen schedule manipulation. It's kind of a nice touch to this whole. I do chase. too. But you, the funny thing about it is that you look at all these teams. I guess all right. They need some games for one o'clock. They put both the Patriots and the Texans at one o'clock because their games matter to each other. Right. Because at one so, point I looked and I went, oh, they just put the Patriots there because they knew they were going to beat the Jets. But they both, but them and the Texans are both playing. So. Well, yeah, you, you keep the people in the same races yeah. at the same time so that you can't react and bench stars. That, that, that's, it's, a, it's a good strategy. Right. I, like I mean, basically, they, they, made, they made the one o'clock slate some, they put some somewhat interesting games in the one o'clock window. Yeah, interesting and, and some clunkers. But yeah. yeah. But the late window is <laughs> great. Yeah, it's, it's um, well, more direct happenings from there too so. right i mean bears vikings is the marquee in the late window mm-hmm. everything else is teams fighting for playoff parts against crummy opponents right i mean well, or, or mediocre mediocre to crummy yeah, the, browns I mean, the browns the browns i'm no, fighting for the browns here yeah you're fine no that's fine i i agree with you but otherwise i mean the niners maybe aren't crummy but you know they're not good no, no not um good. Bengals, cardinals raiders crummy redskins crummy yeah it's just just jockeying more than anything for most of those. Yep. And okay, so there's another one. 
that doesn't have anything to play for here. Well, they, they do. So the Seahawks are number five. Is that a lock? Is that are they? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, nine and six Vikings. Eight and six. Uh, no, because the Vikings could go nine, six, and one in the. And the correct. Okay. So, so in not that really case, in. yeah. It's funny. I, I want to talk to you about this. You you put in the notes. Wondering if they really care about where they play. Yeah, I, I realize that, that was a mistake. They absolutely. The Bears, I mean, the Bears. Yeah. I, I I actually think the Cowboys could be a tough out. They they in once the, if they're healthy for the playoffs, you know, if Irving's back and Martin's sort of you know I don't back think to normal. Get right. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think they're a tough out, but man, I would not want to go play the Bears. Oh no, of course. Yeah, I, I forgot Chicago was the other team as well. So yeah, so. Um, or it could be the Rams, technically, but the Rams aren't going to lose to the so, Niners. So yeah, so I hope not. Um, so, the so the Seahawks care. All right. Yeah. So, so if you're playing in Week 17, who do you want to who do you want to go grab? Uh, one second. Um, well, the, the Giants' defense for one. <laughs> That's a top <laughs> priority, right. which is so weird to say. But uh, I, 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 I mean, you know, your boy Ian Thomas that you screamed at me on the outline. Yes. I thought it was already. I thought it was already widely owned. That's why I didn't even think. I don't of think he's that widely owned. But let me see. Let me let me check. So I now archived Yahoo leagues this year. Uh, archived. They're done. Well, yeah, <laughs> they're um, eliminated. So I'm trying to look here. Um, yeah, I, 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 of course he's going to be a popular guy now with that. I mean, yep. I can, see, that's the, that's the thing. I guess I can't do Jake Latarski's job effectively enough. So that's why he's on Tuesdays. Right. Jake might be listening. He's he's judging you right now. <laughs> uh, he always judges me. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> Jake judges nobody. He's the he's the sweetest guy ever. He so, is. Yeah. He really is. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to get the look. There. I pro- yeah, I did promise him early in the year I was going to get into MMA, and I just haven't done it. My buddies tweet about it. I think that's enough for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he's doing hey, he's doing great work at college basketball though. So. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's so, I'm 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 peeking I'm peeking a little more at that because of them great coverage. So. All right, Ian Thomas. Twenty nine percent owned on Yahoo. Oh yeah, that's way low. Go get him. Yep. Yeah, go get him. Right. See. All right, you, your screaming works. Okay. Taylor Heineke's binky. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> Gerald. That just, yeah. So ahead. Gerald Everett yesterday. Everett five nice. catches. Gerald yeah. Everett is becoming an actual thing. Good. He's yep. talented. Should be a thing. Yep. Cooper Cup's absent. You got to get somebody in there. Um. Would you, Chris Herndon still thirteen percent owned, which I don't, I don't quite get. Yeah, he's he's been he's been getting six targets of just about consistently. Yeah, and that nice, nice catch he made yesterday. We forgot to mention, by the way. Yep. Yeah. Um, Rod Smith, obviously Cowboys. Um, Zeke resting maybe, although he he might want to wrap up the rushing title. And okay. Have had like half a game maybe. You know. Got it. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. I'd still I tell him he had to sit, but. Whatever. I would too, but Jason Garrett's going to Garrett. So, um, uh, I I would go Brian Hill. The Falcons Hill, yep, decided yep. they're going to look at Brian Hill. I know he only got eight carries, but I, I think they want to get a long look at that guy. Well, they they have a lot to plan for next year. I mean, without Coleman, then you have Freeman. I think Freeman has a couple more years left, but you know, Edo Edo Smith is not the exciting guy you build around. No. So yeah, uh, Derek Carr against the Chiefs could be solid. I don't know. The Chiefs have something to play for, though. They have something to play for, but that defense is still very vulnerable to the pass. Uh, two quarterback leagues, you go with Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taysom Hill. Yes. <laughs> now, I, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a, a, a pretty good one, actually. Yeah. Who's Teddy Bridgewater? Who, who would you suspect? Let's say you're DFSing. Who would Teddy Bridgewater throw to? 
with the Saints, remember the Saints, nothing to play for. So he's Kirkwood, baby. <laughs> Michael Thomas, not so much action. Kamara, not so much action. All that. Keith Kirkwood. Keith or Traquan Smith. Now that Traquan said he's number three wide receiver. Right. So not Tommy Lee Lewis. Well, you know, not, he's your best goal line option, of course. But yeah, I mean, it's so many. There's so many options on that team now. That's yeah. the thing. All right. Um, is it Curtis Samuel? Yeah. David, uh, well, Seahawks has something to play for, though, so. Right. Uh, maybe Michael Gallup gets a little more love, or Alan Hearns for the Cowboys? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's not great. I mean, if you want to take a chance on Patterson with the Josh Gordon uh, suspension. Right. Pa- Patriots have something to play for. They do. They do. Hogan's still about 40% owned. Yeah, well, he was a big donut yesterday, yeah, though. that was terrible. One thing we didn't talk about on that one. Yep. I mean, Aldrick Robinson could be sneaky. Because those Bears cornerbacks against Dillon and Diggs, maybe maybe Cousins goes to his former teammate more. Okay, that's one thing I'm, that kind of crossed my mind. I mean, we're also gonna be the popular guy, of course, with the Vikings, but that's fluky. Um, Jones and Foster on the Bills are home yeah. to Miami, and mm-hmm. both they're both getting busy enough. Yep. So you um, mentioned Curtis and, Samuel. Oh, and also for Miami, Xavier Howard remains out, which I, I bet he would. Yep. In, in a meaningless finale. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, we talked about the Sea. Yeah, Mike Davis running back for the Seahawks. We we're not sure how hard the Seahawks are going to play. Right. Um, we think they'll probably play hard. Yeah. But we'll see. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, I mean, it's 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 not as it's not as oh get the backups as much as we want it to be. Maybe right. maybe Zenner is another one I would just throw in there. And Zenner is they are playing at Detroit. So, all right, what about the Jags at the Texans? If the Texans have to win, if Lamar Miller's not ready, do you go for him? I don't, I'm not ready to go for him because I don't think they're committed. I think, I think it's more Alfred Blue. Not that yeah. I want Alfred Blue. As Derek, as Derek said, he's on team never Alfred Blue. <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing. Huh? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the home against the Jags, they'll probably yeah. – I haven't seen the spread yet. Yeah. I would imagine they're a sizable favorite. Right. Well, if you can still pick up guys for keeping – I would I would pick up Foreman just for to kind keeping, of see where yeah. that goes for next year. Yeah. Let me see week seventeen here. Hold on. Dante Foreman they're versus facing Jacksonville, if that's yep. what you're asking. And the Texans are an eight point favorite right now. <laughs> that could be a Foreman game script though. Yep. Let's so. actually look at the big who who are the big the Giants are a seven point favorite over the Cowboys. <laughs> if I'm reading this right. Right. Um, I, th- I think that's correct. Pats by 13 over the Jets. Yeah. Philly by six and a half at Washington. Philly needs to win. Yeah, they do. Um, Packers Maybe. seven over Detroit. Jamal Williams probably available in plenty of leagues. Right. Oh, back to the Eagles. Nelson Aguilar then, I guess. Okay. Is worth, worth a shot. Um, Bulls there now. Ravens five and a half over the Browns. You can't get those guys. You can still maybe get Kenneth Dixon. I don't know if you want to. Um, I, I don't know if it's going to be worth it. Right. Steelers, 14-point favorite, but you can't get Connor or even Samuels right now. Vikings. That, that's a bit too much, don't you think? Steelers? Over the Browns, right? No, Steelers yeah. over the Bengals. Oh, Bengals, right, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Checking out already. Sorry, guys. Probably pummel them. <laughs> oh, the Bengals, yes. That, that's a good line. Okay. And the, uh, the Rams are a big favorite. Rams are currently 9.5, which seems low. Right. So, all right. So, you have any questions over the course of the week? Oh, folks, on waivers, anything like that, if you're playing Week 17 again, 
Tim is at Tim underscore Heaney on Twitter. I'm at JHelpin37. You doing any showdown tonight for Christmas Eve? Uh, I think Jalen Richard on DraftKings looks interesting to me. Jalen Richard so, does? P- in, full P- in full PPR, yes. <laughs> Jalen Richard, 6,600. Yeah. Whereas Doug Martin is 8,100. Mm-hmm. And Philip Lindsay is a million dollars. No, he's 18,300. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's about right. So... Or you can go the Derek Carr route with um, if Chris Harris is looks like he's going to be out, right? So see, I yeah. think it's, it's I think IR. it's Martin. Yeah. Well, I okay. think. Do you think the Raiders are going to win? If you had to pick, we're now. Would you pick? The Raiders I'm picking the Raiders to win tonight. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I picked the Raiders to win, and I look at Doug Martin, who last week didn't get a lot of volume, but they were losing, right, by a lot at Cincinnati. But in previous weeks, the previous three games for Doug Martin, mm-hmm. he had. 15 red zone rushes and eight rushes inside the five. Yeah. So I, I like Richard as a player. I think Martin's more right. likely to score. And in a showdown, in a showdown, you, you need the touchdowns, right? Yeah. I, well, I also think Martin is logical and more logical in half PPR than Richard, which is, I'm trying to go for the full PPR yep. um, pivot there. So, okay. Yeah. Mar- Martin's logical. I think he'll get, He'll get 15 to 20 touches in this game. Uh, it also depends on just how it goes. If, if the Broncos are going to, if they're going to be, you know, jostling it out, which I think it'll be a close game, but the Raiders will eventually pull away. I think Richard will be more involved. So, gotcha. Yeah. All right, what else got to happen? What's going on? Uh, Discord fantasy chat still rolling. Uh, you know, we're going to be we're going to be churning right into basketball and, and NHL and college basketball and stuff. So DFS will still be going on. You can check out a lot of the Rotowire staffers in there. They're kind of talking about soccer and stuff like that as well. Uh, I'll be wrapping up baseball activities, hopefully. Um, pumping some more videos out. I'm not sure if they'll be on Facebook. Looking to do some more YouTube work uh, for the baseball season. So that's going to yes. be... Get those... Um, hopefully get some monetary stuff out of that. But uh, yeah, YouTube's. I think it's going to be where it's at for baseball. Doing some you know draft guide stuff. Uh, of course, everybody over there is rolling now. Um, the magazine is just... I think it's going to the printers in the coming near future. So exciting stuff. Mock drafts are happening. Um, looking forward to that. So should be another fun year at Rotowire. The, the the wheel just keeps turning. So All right. great stuff. Yeah. Sam, it's been fun doing these fun. with you this year. Yeah, man, it's uh it's always great. Seventeen, uh, we do like eighteen or nineteen. They fly by too fast. So agreed. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, folks, um, listeners here can get a free free ten day Rotowire trial. Rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card required. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Take a look now. Rotowire.com slash pod. Uh, if you like this podcast, please leave us reviews and ratings. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this edition, the final Monday edition of the season of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. I'll be back on Thursday with Derek to preview week 17. Derek and I will be on Thursday and Friday this week, and that's going to wrap this show for the season. Uh, so anyway, this Thursday, please come on back then. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. Merry Christmas. See you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.